Welcome to the Attraction HQ podcast, where we look at love, sex, dating, relationships, how you can have more of them, how they can be better quality, how you can feel inspired and become a better person within yourself by ignoring conventional dating advice, taking outside strategies and perspectives, and striving to become the most real, authentic, honest, and sexiest version of yourself. Welcome back to another one of my Attraction HQ podcasts. Now today I've been joined by a really, really long-term friend, another one. I keep dragging them onto my podcast. Uh, And this is the lovely and amazing Matt Kendall. Matt Kendall is a very well-known hypnotherapist and he also runs one of London's uh, biggest meetup groups, or England's biggest meetup groups, called Interesting Talks, which I've had the pleasure of speaking at a bunch of times. Uh, And what Matt really specialises in is he's really great at getting people to overcome social anxiety. And I know that might be holding you back from leaving the house, which we know is an important step to dating success. Uh, also, um, that is really helps a lot of people when it comes to just rebuilding. So if you've been in a position where, I don't know, you've come out of a long-term relationship, you've just moved to a new country or city and you're like, ah, where do I begin? <laughs> Matt is going to be the person to help you start with that. Well, I'll help you. Um, basically there's some very, very tangible things that people can start doing straight away. The thing is when, when you come out of a relationship, uh, people try and sort of, go back essentially is in like well you'll know that when your friends are coming out of relationships because you'll start getting phone calls from friends that you haven't heard from in a long time right and, and so this tends to happen you know people they have a set of friends they get into a relationship they spend more time with those people and then obviously when they come out of a relationship they sort of try and uh, relive their youth a little bit in a way now the problem is everyone else has moved on as well so where you're trying to actually rebuild your social circle and you're wanting to go out again, well, other people don't. It's like when you were in a relationship, staying in for cosy nights and friends were calling you saying, come out, come out. You're like, no, I'm going to stay in. Well, now it has been reversed. So That's karma. <laughs> it is. It is. And it's like you can't expect people to go and do things which they don't want to do. So they might come out and meet you for a drink or something. But the thing is, to have a social life that's steady and secure... It's got to be one which you've designed and built and not one that's dependent on whether you're in a relationship or not or dependent on other people. So there are so many things you can start to do because when you're in a relationship or when you come out of a relationship, people often say that they're lonely. And the main reason for that is that you're spending a lot of time on your own. And the first thing to do is to go get Google Calendar or some kind of calendar type of device that you can record things on. If you don't plan things to start happening, things aren't going to happen. And, you know, you're not going to get invited to all these things. You know, things just don't happen by themselves. It's how you actually go and create this. And I know that lots of guys that will be listening to this, they might, I, the word I've heard thrown around before is called rudderless, which means... Rudderless, yeah, yeah. yeah. You haven't got your uni mates anymore. All your other mates have coupled up. You're now single, have been for a while, and you need that kind of band about town and the thing is social lives just don't materialize out of anywhere like i can say i've spent i've got a good social circle but my god that's taken some cultivation Mm. and reinvesting in those relationships continually and if you haven't invested if you stayed in and watched the dvds and the netflix it's not immediately going to translate into a social life success and what i think is what was really smart about what Mike said as well is i actually use gcal all the time literally apart from my sunday which is my day of rest I know what I'm doing pretty much forensically every other day. And 
you know, I've, I've been through a bit of a ropey sort of breakup time myself recently. And it, honestly, a busy G-Cal has helped with that because there's no time to sort of sit around and wallow <sighs> well, about your life. Two two real things there that I also want to pick up on what you said, really. One, you need to get yourself organised to do it. And two, the more time you have to sit around and think, the worse your problems are going to get. Mm. You never think yourself into positive ways. So, you know, it never <laughs> this works is a well. hypnotherapist talking, Honestly, so listen. <laughs> if you just sit about and think about your life, it'll depress you and it'll spiral. And you become very, very internal. Basically, your, you know, your, your, all your processes just become about thought and rumination, essentially, which goes to regret, remorse, which leads to frustration, which can go to anger and basically depression. So sitting around thinking about how bad your life is isn't going to help. Plus, when you do actually meet people, you're not going to be in a great state, so people won't want to speak to you anyway. So... I love how you're unpacking all this. Can I just say, like, <laughs> we all know this stuff happens, but we're not really consciously aware, right? We just, we just are moody or depressed or down. It's, the thing is, it's like, I've always found that people who suffer from depression, not always, but the people who I work with who say they suffer from depression um, or low self-esteem, when you look at their life, when you actually look at their, get their Google calendar, look at how they spent the last couple of weeks, and it's not hard to see why they're depressed, you know, they go to this job every day, but then they come back and don't do anything apart from look at their friends on Facebook to see how great their lives are. And so, of course, you're going to feel crap. And because now you're not probably eating properly, you're not probably exercising enough. So all of these things are kind of put together. And obviously, you know, usually sort of drink and any kind of other use of any other things all culminate into basically you staying in, not meeting people and feeling bad. Now, let me tell you, no one's coming to rescue you. Now... Somebody said to me the other day, but you came and told me nobody's coming to rescue you. Yeah, exactly. I haven't come to rescue you. I've, told to, I've come here to say that nobody's coming to rescue you. Whether you do well in life or not, no one really cares, to be honest. Um, you know, people think they care much more than they do, and they, they really don't. It really is. If you want to get the life that you actually want, and I don't just mean sitting there and fantasizing about or thinking the universe cares about you or anything stupid. I mean, actually going out and technically doing things, it's up to you. And whether you do it or not, it's not really going to affect anybody. So it depends on, are you going to choose to sit at home and wallow and moan about your friends being boring? I'm doing, you know, everything. Um, <laughs> but they're not being boring, they're getting on with their life. And the thing is, people who, when you get over the age of like 24, once you get out of uni really, people kind of hang around together. One, because they've known each other for a long time, or two, because they've got some shared interest. It's time to find those shared interests and actually spending time with people who you've got something in common with. Because if you look back at your friends that you had, you know, your previous sets of friends, you probably don't have that much in common with them, apart from the fact that you both went to uni or something like that. You probably don't have that much in common with them now. It's just a, it's a, it's a, it's a mind trap, essentially. It's an investment trap. You keep investing time with people that you know just because you know them. And the longer you know them, the more you seem to invest. So when you actually break up with somebody, it's actually a good time to reassess how you spend your time, who you spend it with, what you enjoy doing, what you don't enjoy doing, and begin to find the people who want to do the things that you want to do now and connect with those people. Amazing. And what I, wow, that was a good speech. It was a good, and, and what I also would say is the thing that I see unilaterally with the men that I work with, and believe me, I assess everybody before they, they're allowed into Hayley Quinn Towers to do some actual work. And the thing that I'll see every single time in their assessment is... How are they spending their time? And it's literally, wake up, I go to the gym by myself. I work from 9 till 8 p.m. And then I come back and I watch videos on YouTube or I read a non-fiction book. Like, in what universe 
does that lead you to meet other people? You know, it just doesn't. And we are social beings and we need that as part of our lives. And you might not think there's that many people that you can connect with, but there are easy and obvious places and stuff that you can, steps that you can start to take, particularly, you know, as a lot of listeners will be, they might live in a, you know, a nice metropolitan city. They might be in London or New York or somewhere where they have access to that. And the world is set up. I mean, one of the great things that Matt does is he actually runs a great uh, meetup group called Interesting Talks. Uh, And that's a great example of where people are coming together over shared interest to participate in something which has an educational aspect to it. So you walk away actually doing something you want to do and learning some stuff that's useful to learn. And then you're surrounded by like 70 other people who are into the same thing. You know, that's obvious. Absolutely. You know, I actually started interesting talks about four and a half years ago as a demonstration of how to set up a social group, really. It just kind of got a bit bigger than I anticipated. We're just, we're on the brink of 15,000. It's 14,999 people who all come together, not once. <laughs> That'd be great. Though, that would, we'd have to get like centre court or something. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> I actually had to look at what stadiums we'd have to get. We'd actually fill out centre court. Um, but you have to think, okay, just meeting people for drinking and stuff, uh, it's not really the best thing to com- connect over. Um, and when you introduce drinking straight away to something, um, it often has quite bad results. Going for drinks and stuff with people you've got stuff in common with is much better than this whole sort of pickup and dating thing is right, go to a bar to meet people. The fact is, people who are in bars are already with the people who they want to be with anyway. Uh, and so it's better to actually go to somebody with a bar than going to a bar to meet somebody, unless you're travelling and you don't really have a choice. So Meetup, I think, should be your number one resource on this. If you don't live in a city where Meetup isn't very big, it might be time to move city as well. Mm. You know, it's some people... You know, I do a lot of work with people who are like out, live out in villages in the middle of Wales or something, and they wonder why they're lonely. Well, It's true. <laughs> I would say rather than... This is, this is again, I'm going to be a bit harsh today, but rather than bitching about what's wrong with my life there's no one there what can you bloody actively change what's in your control you know that and there what i always think is that people that get themselves in these really tricky situations often they have a very like oh option a didn't work out so that's that then <laughs> you know you have to think outside the box and be a bit more dynamic and you if your social life's that important to you and you live in the back end of nowhere your focus for the next six months or a year or however long it takes you is to get to somewhere where there are people that you can connect with if that's your priority it's you know one thing which works really really well is that the, well, the problem with like meetup and social groups, if you can just go to something where there's no actual commitment and you can just sort of not go again or something like that, well, you're not going to form a bond. People actually form bonds because they spend time together and they mm. go through experiences. Something that's really worth checking out is doing some form of course, whether that be night school or weekend course or week-long course. Um, you might do one night a week for six weeks or something like that. When you spend time with people, when you're learning something or have, uh, you know, you call it a rapport builder, you're going to get on so much more with them. There's going to be so much less anxiety because you're focused on the activity as opposed to each other. So if you're just going to like a social group to meet people, there's obviously a lot of anxiety. If you're going to a, do a, a week course, you know, a, a marketing course, I, I run like workshops and stuff myself and I see just how people get on over four hours and I know that people actually stay connected afterwards as well. So if you're doing a course, if you're doing a learning thing, and also when you're learning, you're beginning to use different parts of your brain again, you become more creative, you actually become happier as you're learning things because you're actually doing new things, um, it'll make you much more adaptive to life as well. So if you choose a course, there's loads of universities that offer evening courses, 
There are loads of well, loads of sixth form to do it, and also just loads of private courses. So learn a skill, learn something, but try and do it like say on a weekly basis. So you have to go every week. You might even do. You might even want to do your A levels if you never did them, which might include like one day of studying again a week. But actually doing something, learning a skill, will also make you feel better about yourself, which will actually make people want to speak to and engage in you more anyway, rather than just going, I don't do, I just go out and drink, which isn't that interesting really. But if you go, well, I'm doing this course, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, you actually have much more to speak about when you do meet people everywhere as well. Right, and I think that people always love people that are value givers and bring some value or some experience or some knowledge into their life. So if you can actually go to something or do something which the person you're speaking to hasn't known about themselves, you know, if you know about the cool event, if you know about an interesting course, if you developed an aspect of your personality, yes, it feeds your conversation skills and also to other people. That's a lot more of a charismatic, attractive individual to be around than someone is it who is in DVD wallow mode. And I, it's not that you can't do that ever. We all like a bit of a Netflix and a chill. Um, however, if you want to, if you have certain goals, you can't. You, I think people can sometimes have way too much of a sense of entitlement. Like, oh, I should have this amazing job, and I should have this social circle, I should have this amazing partner. You do not get that stuff unless you actually take constructive steps every single day towards your goals and then it gets better and better and it improves and you know wishful thinking gets you nowhere so obviously Matt you have meet up is a first strategy courses are a second are there any other obvious ports of call for people looking to rebuild well do you know what I always say to look in three different areas something physical something creative and something that gives something back so mm. those are the good a real good three balance so Something physical. Okay, so what that physical thing might be? Well, I would always say to look local to where you are because the thing is the harder the something is to get to, the less likely you'll actually go and do it. If you keep things much more local, you are much more likely to keep doing it. So I would check out notice boards, even things in pubs and stuff around your local area to see what there is. The, um, one thing which I know an awful lot of people start doing at the moment is this um, military training fitness in parks mm-hmm. and stuff. So if you live near a park, go to the notice board of the park to see what's going on. It might even just be like a, a walking club on a Sunday afternoon, which might be quite good to do. Yeah, and if you're looking to meet ladies, I have to say, go to a lady-orientated thing. Dance, yoga, you know, Pilates. You know, or get you, a dog. Get a dog. Or get a dog. <laughs> honestly, it's true. Honestly. It's true. Oh, God, I am, I'm a sucker. Like, if someone's got a dog with I'm like, I'm all over that. But it's, you know, that's a great one. For, you know, that's fitness creativity where can people look to express that part so with creativity basically that's learning the new skill so that might be literally learning to do something new so uh there's on y plan that's a great resource so that's y plan letter y p l a n on uh or it's an app on your phones and basically they do um courses um like weekday courses weekend courses this is mainly a london thing i think but there are so many great things which you can do on there and creative, again, it's learning a new skill. So what can you do that's new? So can you take up something like photography or art? Something that just uses the creative area of your brain. And then giving something back. How can you use your time, skills and talents to actually give back to a wider community? So I often do lots of free talks. I do podcasts. I do interviews. Um, I'm doing a talk tomorrow night. So I always, I'm always making sure that I'm giving back because... When you're giving back as well, it makes you feel better about yourself, you connect with people, does wonders for your self-esteem, you get to meet other like-minded people. So how can you use your time, skills and talents? You don't have to go necessarily work in a soup kitchen, 
Um, it might be giving, you know, if you're into business, it might be mentoring new businesses. So how can you give your time, skills and talents to people who need it uh, for free? Because that's basically you giving back. And you know what? Altruism, no joke. If there's one thing, giving back, it makes you feel good about yourself and it gives you something to talk about. And if you're like, oh, I can't talk to a stranger because I haven't got any conversation. If you're genuinely a championing, championing, championing a cause... Uh, you have something that will get you out of bed and that gives you a motivation and impetus beyond yourself, which helps you to give that conversational material. Honestly, to people that struggle with conversations, I usually say, we all know how to talk. We've been talking for a long time. If you are not talking in the way that you would like with a member of the opposite sex or the same sex, if that's the way you go, uh, or both, uh, then it's not that you can't talk. It's that you're not allowing yourself or facilitating yourself to be your natural conversationalist with somebody that you're attracted to. So we have to work on that. A great workaround for this is actually just to be um, conscious and actually have something you're passionate to speak about. Because if you're passionate to speak about and you're not censoring yourself, it will come across well. Yeah, no, absolutely. And do you know what? really works well is basically commitment and liability to other people mm. um if you go to somewhere where you can easily you know cancel plans because that's what people do all the time just cancel plans put yourself in a position where you can't cancel you know you are much less likely to cancel if you can't cancel and you actually have to go somewhere um, than if you don't so if you're part of a team or part of a structure you are much less likely to cancel so rather than just going to the gym to do gym work why don't actually become part of a cycling team where Mm. you actually hold a position or part of a football team where you have to be there so make sure you've actually you've got liability and commitment um and you actually have to be you actually have to be somewhere and then basically that's how you begin to structure your diary you actually begin to put time into your diary and you've got to be certain places things which you can't get out of and you shouldn't get out of creative physical and giving something back absolutely and that's another great reason why actually sometimes going to ticketed events you know where you're whether it's a a dinner party or a play or an event a pop-up event that happens to be going on or even just a talk like interesting talks you know that it's it's not a large level of financial investment at all but the fact you have paid something means that you are that bit much more like it's almost like an insurance policy for you turning up which if you're struggling to turn up is such an important thing for you a card for you to play absolutely well with interesting talks everything we do is advanced sales and we don't offer refunds so basically if you paid to come you're coming (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know you've got to you've got to sort of you've got to still you know, you've got to do this for yourself you've got to start to book things out I'll tell you what's really good is most people who I've worked with who suffer from depression or whatever label they're sticking on it at the moment is because they've got nothing to look forward to on a metaphorical level they have physically nothing to look forward to in their lives now the best part of doing anything is usually what becomes before it based on the lead up to it whether that be going on a holiday or whatever it might be that when you actually begin to plan this out and put in your diary, when you see in your diary, you've actually got things that you want to do, that you're going with people with, you're going to have a great time, already booked in, well, you feel better about yourself. When you feel better, you get to meet more people, you've got more to talk about. So it all works together. Okay, amazing. Well, what can, now we've, we've been on a fair bit about uh, meetup groups. Would you not be able to tell people whether, if, they, you know, if they're London-based, where they can find out about yours? If you want to find out about uh, interesting talks... And it's also online, right? It's also online, yeah. Basically, it's just meetup.com forward slash interesting hyphen talks hyphen London. Um, if you just type in interesting talks London or Matt Kendall, M-A-T-T-K-E-N-D-A-L-L, just search for me. It's really easy to find. Or you can just go to the website interestingtalks.co.uk and there's some links from there as well to the actual live events. So yeah, please do check me out and check. We have uh, usually two events a week, so there's no excuse for not being able to come down.
Amazing. All right. Well, if you think we've given you some good practical information, which is how I like to work, you know, this isn't just about, you know, I do a lot of stuff around mindset, but I also like to give, you know, simple, actual steps. So remember, get that diary in place, make financial commitments, think physical, think creative, think giving back, structure your time better and start investing in your social life. And often, you know, you just, you just do not get the relationship you want without that social circle to uphold it. It's so important. Build the social life, build the social circle first. The relationship will come. You know, it's not a chicken and egg scenario. There is a clear order to how stuff happens in your life. Um, if you want to hear more, of course, please subscribe. Like we spend a lot of time putting these podcasts together. We try and always offer you a lot of practical advice. Uh, I also have as well, if there's any women that have timed in on this one, I also have my love HQ podcast, which you can also subscribe to and check out. So anyway, I'm going to say thank you very much, Mr. Kendall for coming down today and gracing me with your extremely practical tips. I literally had to do nothing. I just slumped on the sofa and Matt owned it today. (laughs) And, um, we'll be back again next week with another attraction HQ podcast. Bye guys. Thank you for listening to my podcast today. Uh, If you want to find out more about me, please head to hayleyquinn.com forward slash club where I have a free 30-day membership available for you to my exclusive subscribers club. You can also catch up with me on YouTube at HayleyQuinnXX, on Instagram as HayleyQuinnX and on Twitter as plain old HayleyQuinn. Uh, I'd love to hear your feedback on the show. Please engage with me, please reach out and thank you again for your support.